Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the Pixie Dust podcast. Today is a pretty huge day for folks who have been watching Walt Disney World's closure, which has been an unprecedented event in uh, Walt Disney World history. And uh, we sit and wait, and we have so many questions about what is going to happen next. And I am here with Erica Murphy, my often co-host here on the Pixie Dust podcast. And so we're welcoming people in that are streaming with us live on Facebook, on the Pixie Dust podcast uh, Facebook page, and also on the um, Annie Fry Show Facebook page. So thank you so much for joining us. And Erica, I have lots and lots of questions, but I think, as is the case from time to time, it'd be better for you to just start talking and for <laughs> us to just do some listening. So a lot of info coming out today about the Pixie Dust podcast. What can you tell us? Yeah. And actually, I guess kind of circling back to starting last night, I think, um, is when it started coming out when they announced that the Food and Wine Festival is going to be extended starting July 15th, which I know I've mentioned time and time again, it's my hands down favorite festival and yeah, I've never been a chance to experience it. And it is amazing, amazing. So uh, that came out last night that they are extending the Food and Wine Festival. And with that, uh, they are canceling the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party that's coming up this fall as well. So um, to me, it's a great trade-off. I mean, yeah. I it's the festival is just so amazing. And they haven't mentioned anything about the holiday festival. So that's still more information to come to. I thought uh, it was interesting on the announcement about the, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Party. When thing I thought that was interesting was that they did mention the Christmas party mm -hmm. and they said that they hadn't made a determination yet. So it wasn't like in, in many cases with a lot of things, Disney world these days, we have just, it was like radio silence. They acknowledged that they have made the decision about the, the Halloween party, which I will add. So my trip is planned for the end of July lapping over into August. And I just kept, because I'm being an optimist about this and I'm not an optimist about anything thinking like, Oh, maybe <laughs> if, if everything gets back to normal, maybe they'll do fireworks or whatever. They said that one of the reasons why they were canceling the Halloween party is because it's comprised of events, fireworks and shows and gatherings. And those things aren't going to be happening. So that kind of made me go, okay, that's, I, I'm, I'm going to very much so limit the expectations that I have on the big grand events that they've canceled. But yeah. that comprising the Halloween experience at Magic Kingdom was one of the reasons why they canceled it. 
Yeah. So uh, that was some big news that came out last night, which has kind of been overshadowed by the amazing news that came out today. So um, today there was a huge, huge announcement. We've heard time and time again that they are working on this new reservation system that moving forward in order to get into a Disney park, you not only need park admission, so you need a, a park ticket, but you also need a park reservation for the park that you want to visit on which particular day. So we knew this was coming. We didn't know when it was coming. And so today they announced that uh, it is completed and they are rolling it out June 22nd for people with existing ticket and Walt Disney World reservations. So starting this Monday, it's all through my Disney experience. Do you mean by existing Walt Disney World reservations? You mean resort reservations? Yes, like I'm on, sorry. So I just want to clarify. There, the word yeah. reservation yeah. means a <laughs> lot of things right now. It We've got old does. reservations and new reservations. You got fast pass reservations. No, you don't have fast pass reservations. Dining reservations, yeah. though, they all went away. So, so yeah. people who... So start again from the top just so that we're, we we clarify exactly what the expectation is here for people who are tuning in with us. So if you have an existing park and resort reservation, so tickets and resort, you can make your park reservations on Monday, June 22nd. This so Monday. this upcoming Monday. And they're doing this in waves because, as we know, they have kind of put a pause on new reservations for now. Um, the last couple of weeks, they haven't been allowing any modifications or any new resort reservations. And it's so they could really focus on the guest experience that they have right now. You know, this has been, like you said, an unprecedented time. It's stuff that we haven't um, experienced before. And I think it's really important to note that Amidst all of this, Disney is still thinking about the guest satisfaction and the guest experience and making sure that the people with existing reservations are taken care of. So you have a full four days before people with even um, uh, the annual passes. So you, if you have an existing resort reservation, you get to book your park reservations before people, even the local AP people. So I think that's kind of cool. So you've been to explain real quick before we get into the rest of the details here. You mm -hmm. are a, a Disney travel agent. Is that right? Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I know that there's like semantics. Fix, yeah. fix, fix what I just said there. What are you? I am a, I am a travel agent and okay. I specialize in Disney vacations. So yeah, there you go. Whatever that is, <laughs> however, that's different than what she said. But you have spent the last how many weeks, if not months, waiting to hear a lot of the information that we've heard today. And you've yeah. spent today doing what? <laughs> uh, webinar after webinar and looking up calls and reading blogs. And so it was released to everybody today, travel agents in uh, the general public. It was all released today. So uh, Disney is really good about their advanced training for us. So we had immediately, it's like, I was actually on a webinar when the email came out that this was coming. So it was kind of cool that, you know, we could ask questions live and that our trainers were right there, you know, every step of the way with screenshots. So, um, you know, they're really giving us a deep dive so that we can help you guys for Monday when this all opens up. Yeah. Cause th that's been the, the thing that's been so 
frustrating for everybody is you understand that there's no precedent for what is taking place now. And everybody has questions and nobody has answers because the answers didn't exist quite yet. Uh, as right. Kelly comments on our Facebook live right now, good to see starting, uh, yeah. good to see they're starting to get things back on track. That is, I think the hope that a lot of us do have right now is that this is a big step in the right direction mm -hmm. to yeah. making sure that uh, information is, is going to be coming to people. So we're getting some comments in here. If you're watching live, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, we will try to bring the relevant conversations or comments from you. Make sure you like the Pixie Dust podcast on Facebook and you can participate in these when we do them live. So, so Erica, <laughs> start from the top. Tell us what people need to know, the, the big developments over the last uh, 24 hours here. So the big developments is food and wine has been extended to July 15th. So it's going to go just through the fall. Previously, it was just a couple weeks in the fall. It has now been extended uh, through the summer and fall. They have canceled the Mickey Not-So-Scary Halloween party. They have not given us information on the Christmas parties and the uh, Festival of Holidays at the Epcot uh, that has not been announced yet. And the new park reservation system is launching for resort current resort guest Monday, June 22nd. So let's talk about the Disney, let's see, the Disney Park Pass system. Is that what we're, is that what we're calling it here? Yep, that's, mm -hmm. yep, the Disney Park Pass system. Okay, so what is it, what is the Disney Park Pass system? What do people need to know and understand mm -hmm. about uh, what is going to be required of them on their Disney stay? Yeah. So we have talked previously about how important the My Disney experience is for the trip that you take to Walt Disney World. That's how you previously booked all your Fast Passes, which again, Fast Passes are still put on hold for now. Uh, so we will not have, have Fast Passes with this new Park Pass system. But everything that you do, Disney uh, dining reservations, everything is through My Disney experience. And they have taken this time over the closure. To and that's an really app on your phone or part of the website. So when we Correct. say my Disney experience or MDE for short, you mm -hmm. can download that app on your phone or you can access it from going to the Walt Disney mm -hmm. World website. And just to kind of go back when we had mentioned, if you do currently have a current resort reservation and you are looking forward to make your Disney Park Pass system reservation on Monday, they, as of right now, you have to go on a desktop and access it from uh, the website. You can't access the Disney Park Pass system on the uh, app as of right now. They are working on that, but for this first iteration, if you're going to make the reservations Monday, make sure to jump onto uh, the website and not the app. Okay. All right. Uh, but the My Disney Experience, it's just actually, you can see it right now on the screen if you're watching us on Facebook. Um, it's going to be very similar to how you previously made your FastPass Plus reservations. So you simply click on a date. It's going to be up in the top right-hand corner where you see the My Disney Experience. Uh, if you just go up, Annie, uh, right next to our logo, there you go, the My Disney Experience. That's how you access all your plans. You're going to see your family, um, all of your photos. Everything for your trip is going to be in that location. Previous to Monday, make sure that this is up to date. They're working on it. <laughs> Those so seven sure dwarves are always working on things. <laughs> Man, they're hard workers. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Yeah. Um, so make sure that all of your information is loaded into your My Disney Experience app. Make sure you have all your family members included. Make sure you have your address up to date. Make sure you have your credit card information. 
your reservations linked. And if, if I you click have on any- profile here, is it going to show personal information? I probably wouldn't do that on okay. here. Okay. <laughs> but, but you would but if you go to my Disney experience in the top toolbar of your website and mm-hmm. you click on under your name, uh yeah, mm-hmm. my avatar. Now everybody knows that my avatar yeah. is Tinkerbell. That's do you know what my too. is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what my husband's is? What? Peter Pan. Oh, <laughs> do you know that we were on our last Disney trip, just the two of us, and I was walking around making fast passes, and I go, "Hey, you're Peter Pan, and I'm Tinkerbell." Oh. It was not intended. I was like, "Oh, this is fake." Yeah, is so, we've been married think- for thirteen years, and I was like, "Oh, look at this." <laughs> Dan is uh, Bruce from Nemo the Shark, <laughs> which is very also very fitting. But I'm very I'm I'm a little spunky, so uh, that's why I lean towards Tink. But I see you have your top knot bun. I mean, it's all I, I do. That's because it's Friday, <laughs> not because I want to be like Tinkerbell. But whatever yeah. floats. <laughs> all right. So yeah. okay. the information that you want to have updated in my Disney experience. What are the things that people need to include in here? So you need to make sure first and foremost that you have your reservation linked. So if you have a current reservation and even if you didn't book with me, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and I'm happy to help walk you through the My Disney Experience app or the website because you it's very simple to do, uh, but you get a resort confirmation number when you book, whether it's tickets or a resort package and you literally just put the number into the application. You'll see there's a a very easy um, spot. It just walks you right through it and then it'll link your reservation. And that is going to be very, very important because if you do not have those linked, you will not be able to access the Disney park pass system on Monday. So you need to make sure this weekend go on, make sure all your family members are created. It's still, again, the same way that you would do if you were booking your dining or fast passes, how you go and you pick for the different family members. It's going to be the very same way. And when they were walking through us to throw uh, with us today, um, it was very similar to the fast pass where it had the four parks listed and you clicked it and you clicked a date. It looked very, very similar to what the previous fast pass system was. So it's very user-friendly, um, and, and it confirms, you know, what, what you, uh, what park you want to select. And then all of that, just like your fast passes and all that is listed in the, my plan section of your, my Disney experience. So, so when you go up to my Disney experience and you mm-hmm. click here, uh, again, I'm not going to click on that right now. Cause I'm not hundred percent sure if like <laughs> confirmation numbers are going to show up or whatever, yeah. but all right. Is there any other, um, information Erica, that you want to share specifically regarding the uh, the park reservation system, details they told you about, can we park hop, if I have park hopper tickets, yeah. I'm an annual pass holder, I just became an annual pass holder for the first time in February, and uh, I would like to be able to use that to the max, what are yeah. people, what are people uh, going to have to do? Uh, again, as of right now, the park hopper has been put on pause. So what Disney is doing, there's a couple options. And again, if you want to contact me, I can help you walk through with your specific option. Because if you have ticket only, it's one opportunity. If it's with a package, it's something else. So um, you can either extend those tickets if it is for next year. I'm sorry, if it's for later, um, you know, maybe you want to hold on to those, but if you're going in July or August, you know, there it's, it's Mm -hmm. definitely not going to be around before then. So, um, so Disney will issue refunds on any of the park hoppers that won't be used because as of right now, you will receive one park reservation per day. So if you book magic kingdom for the 27th, um, that is the park that you will be at 
for that day. So I saw this, I think it was in what uh, we were reading on the Disney website earlier this morning. It said you were going to pick a day, a park and a time. Mm -hmm. What is, what is indicated by the time? The time is just the park hours. So as of right now, um, they are listing the park hours 60 days in advance. So if you're going in the next couple months, the park hours will be listed there for you. Moving forward, they're going to change. So them. it's not like saying I'm going to be there at noon. Correct. And it's not saying like if I'm going to be there at 9 a.m. that I get four hours or something like. So if I pick Magic Kingdom and I only get to pick one day, I get the whole day at Magic Kingdom. Correct. And you can come and go as many as, times as you want. Like when you leave, you're or, not surrendering your spot or anything like that. You get that correct. day for Magic Kingdom. Correct. And and you can go swim or mm -hmm. take a nap, whatever you want to do. Um, and then you can go back as many times as you want, as long as it's the park that you have the reservation for. Okay. I got some questions coming in here. If you're watching us on Facebook, um, please consider liking the Pixie Dust Podcast Facebook page because we have so many episodes that we have done about planning your Disney World vacation that mean absolutely nothing now. <laughs> so you're, I, I sit in my head and I go, everything, I created this entire podcast over the way to maximize your Disney World trip and it's all done. So we are going to have to learn more. And I'm excited that my trip starts in... Uh, the end of July and goes into August. I think we'll be there nine days after the parks are open. So I will yeah. have a lot of firsthand experience that I will be relaying back and forth with Erica. And I really hope, especially considering, I think my time is going to be spent a little bit differently at Disney World uh, this year. And I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, about that here in a minute that I'll have a little more time on my hands. And so maybe we'll do an actual from Disney world podcast. If, if Erica, yeah. if Erica can find the time, if I, maybe I'll have to schedule yeah. a reservation with Erica. <laughs> so I've got a couple of comments here that Go I want to get to. So if you are watching this live, please, if you have any questions whatsoever, I would love to bring them on. And, and Erica is the one who I, I haven't even had a pre-conversation with her about most of this. So <laughs> I have my own questions. Um, Ryan, uh, who had a trip booked with you in May comments, and he's actually a uh, part of, uh, cast member of my actual radio show that I do says any mm -hmm. discounts or promos announced. I'm sure that he is looking to reschedule it. Um, yes. And then we also have Anna who has commented here. We have an October trip scheduled that we are probably going to cancel. How far out is Disney booking into 21, 2021? And do you have an early indication on availability and pricing? So those two comments kind of in the same vein, what can you tell us? Yeah, so that was actually the second part of the information that came out today that was really, really big news that historically we'd mentioned that the previous year comes out in June. And as of today, they did announce that by June 28th, so it could be a couple days earlier, but they're saying by June Bye. 28th, the packages for 2021 are going to be released. So we will be able to book new reservations through September of 2021 as of June by June 28th. <laughs> so that was a huge, huge thing that came out today. Um, they haven't announced any promotions as of now. I believe they're still going to be running at capacity at a lower capacity through 2021 as this kind of develops and, and goes from there. Um, so I think as things open, we'll kind of see what that looks like as far as if if they are at the capacity max, then I don't anticipate seeing any promotions, but maybe they're not at those levels and then they'll, they'll issue a promotion. So it's just kind of one of those wait and sees on the promotion side of it. But 
we can book 2021. And we're so excited because I know a lot of people were bummed that they had to cancel for this spring and they, you know, want to go next, next spring or next summer. So um, starting next week, we can, cu- we can do that. If Anna is still watching, I'm interested to know like what, what are the uh, reasons, like what are the things, what were the final straws for you to cancel? Um, I'll speak a bit about my trip. So I, I'm taking my parents for the first time. So I wanted, I, I am, I am drunk on the Disney magic. I am not somebody who mm-hmm. is easily persuaded to like completely give myself over to something and, and, and be a fangirl mm-hmm. about many things. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty, you know, straight thinker, uh, a, a massive overanalyzer and I'm kind of thrifty. So my first experience of being at Disney in 2018 with my family was was born out of getting off of a really rough year in 2017. My husband getting a, a really great new job. I got a really great new job. And it just was like, what do you do? You go to Disney World. And it was very much for me, for my husband, for my family, like a we need to go <sighs> exhale. And, yeah. and we thought, what would be the most fun thing to do? Well, let's try Disney World. It's something that would be great to do for the kids. Started to research it went and was swept off our feet. And then we went back again the next summer. And then my husband and I went earlier this year, just the two of us for a three night or a four night long weekend to consider buying DVC. We did purchase DVC, uh, which is the Disney vacation club. It's their version of a timeshare. So that is how I came into this. I massive swept off my feet by this thing that is Disney. It is my it is my pastime. It is what I do to not think about other things that are stressing me out. And I do news talk for a living. That is a radio show. I do. So I'm steeped in news and politics. And right now is a really difficult time to be doing that. Yeah. Disney is my outlet and Disney hasn't been there. So for the, the positive news, I hope it's positive news for you, but I know for people like Anna as well, that you've been waiting and waiting and you're kind of waiting. It's a chip and a chip and a chip and eventually it gets to be too much. There's not enough left. Uh, for me specifically, I wanted to bring my parents along with us in this trip because first and foremost, I want my kids to experience Disney World with their grandparents. Yeah. I want the magic connection that exists at Disney to I want I want my kids to make memories with my my parents while they can. We have done it with uh, the second year we went, we went with my husband's parents. So I'm just really excited to do that. And my biggest concern this whole time has been are my parents going to come and experience something that isn't disney isn't the thing that made me want to go back and back and back and buy into the timeshare and and like i said i'm a frugal person and and you know we can we can talk about timeshares and all that at a different time i keep asking erica these questions and and it keeps turning up heads for me like it's it it i i say i need heads and it turns up heads i've been very lucky that way I am bummed about the park hopping thing. I want to be able to, you know, bob and weave my way through Disney World because I have maximized my knowledge of it and and I'm obsessed with researching it. That's not going to be there. But I think that's okay. That actually kind of forces me to exhale on vacation, which as a working mother of three and my Mm -hmm. husband who is, you know, he's a teacher. He's full-time employed. We have three kids. This is going to be slower. I actually think that if we can get into each into a park each day, that the lowered capacity 
which I don't know if you can speak at all, if, if you know anything more than what's been out there, Erica, from today, the lowered capacity is actually going to contribute to the plus side for my family to be there. I am yeah. really super bummed about happily ever after the fireworks being gone. That yeah. that was that was a tough punch. And when I took the survey that Disney sent down, they're like, "Would you still like? What are the top five things that would be deal breakers for you? Happily ever after and Fantasmic were my top two. I don't know that either of those are going to be happening for a while. I, I happily ever after certainly won't. I don't know if they've ever officially said Fantasmic. They're kind of vague about like, is that a nighttime spectacular? It seems like it is. Yeah. So for me. My parents are not going to necessarily go at the breakneck speed through di at, at Disney or want to go. They would try to keep up with us. They are not necessarily going to want to go at that breakneck speed. This is going to slow our trip down. Yeah. I think that the reduced capacity combined with the social distancing measures is still going to shake out in a way that benefits the amount of time it's going to take us to go through the things at Disney to maximize our experience. I still think we're going to be able to get more done in less mm. time at this point of the reopening. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing that I'm hanging my hat on, and I could be completely wrong. And I will tell you when we come back, if I was wrong on this is that I think that the reason why I love Disney is more of the idea. And, 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 you know, we call it magic. That's what we call it. But there is a way that Disney does things and a way that Disney treats guests that is not like any experience that I have in any other, you know, commerce relationship that I have in Target or Walmart or yeah. at, <laughs> at a restaurant or, you know, wherever you yeah. go. It's that is what sucked me in is is getting treated not just right, but getting treated so well that I am trusting Disney to come up with ways to sprinkle magic all in front of my path. And maybe it's when I, we wanted to go this way. Now we have to go that way. I am trusting Disney to make good on that. And like I said, if I'm wrong, I will tell you, but I think that if, if, if on any given Disney vacation, I get to do, I don't know, there's so much to do there. What do you do? Like 20% of what's available to you. If on any given vacation, you're only going to get to do 20% of what's there. Disney is specifying the 20% a little bit more this time of that I'm going to get to experience than maybe all the picking and choosing that I can do. I'm still going to trust Disney to make it the magical experience that they have done so well in doing previously. And mm -hmm. if I'm wrong, I'll tell you. But, yeah. you know, that, that, that kind of lays it out for me. Um, Anna says here. The mask for her husband, you do have to wear masks. I am trying on different masks because I don't want to be uncomfortable. He said he is uncomfortable and reluctant participant in general. The idea of having to wear a mask has him kind of on the edge. I think the potential of a fall visit makes him nervous with the potential resurgence because she said she was going in October. So that's a, totally valid. Would you have any recommendations for people who are maybe like Erica, how Anna might be working with another travel agent. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that you work with a travel agent. If you know somebody work with them, it costs you nothing extra. They will save you money. Erica is in my opinion, the very best. So mm -hmm. her email is Erica at magic expeditions.com. But for people like Aunt Anna who are talking about this, they have this October trip. They haven't canceled yet. Any yeah. thoughts, recommendations? Yeah. And I have, um, you know, I have, I've had several people reach out to me and, and say those exact things. I'm on the fence. And unfortunately, as a travel agent, and even as a friend, there's nothing that I, you know, your family, you know, your hard limits, 
my job is to supply you with all the information and all the facts so that you can make that decision for your family. Personally, in my experience, I've been going to Disney my entire life. I've been going since I was a child. Like you said, to me, it's not the attractions. It's not the entertainment that makes Disney for me. That's just the icing on the cake. It's those experiences with my family. It's those memories that we're creating. It is walking around the corner and seeing the castle for the first time. Those monuments are still going going to look different. And and it's kind of facelift. I love it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I know you're old school. Do you like it? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 very pretty. It is very pretty. And I it's, it was it's not a cupcake. So for that, I, I, say, I say I'm grateful well, for that. Well, they did a really smart um, thing by setting the bar extremely low with the cupcake. And if you don't know that, that just Google Cinderella Castle cupcake. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um, but, you know, it's it's those memories that what you make of it. And, and I completely understand if this is your first trip and you haven't been for a long time, you have the thought of wanting your child to run up and, and see Mickey and give him a hug. And you're not going to be able to do that. And I, I understand that those are some things that um, can be really disappointing. However, your deal breaker. look at it from mm-hmm. both sides. Look at, look at it from both sides because for me is, and I'm, you know, I'm a, Dis- I'm a travel agent. I love Disney. I've gone many times. My number one thing that I wish that I could change about our personal Disney vacations is I don't particularly like having everything scheduled. I like to wake up when I want to wake up and I don't want to feel like I'm being rushed going to a fast pass or a reservation. And this has given you the opportunity to do that. So you no longer have to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I know you really want to stop and eat this Mickey ice cream, but you can't because we have to go run it to get this space. We're going to miss this. We're going to miss yeah. that. Yeah. We're not going to have that anymore. So you can just stop. And if there's a moment that you want to lay in the grass in front of the castle, you can do that. And mm-hmm. I think that, that personally sounds really lovely to me. You and it will do it six feet from somebody else. Well, yeah. Don't go. <laughs> don't go lay down on the grass in front of the castle right next to. Yeah, somebody be like else. Erica said. We need to lay in the grass. No, no I was no. listening to the Pixie Dust podcast. <laughs> Is this where we lay down on the grass? Great. This Is it here? Well, we had a good run. We had yeah. a really good run. <laughs> Why um, are you serving me papers? So Ryan asked, any discounts or promotions announced? I, you, I don't know if there is anything official, but you can tell us what's official or maybe what your hunch is. Yeah, and and nothing officially has been has been released yet. Um, twenty twenty one is the fiftieth anniversary, so we were already anticipating it to be a big year for Disney. Historically, after uh, things like nine eleven, when they they did close for a few days, they did release some promos to try and entice people to get back to the parks. Unfortunately, we don't know what this is going to look like. If people, I mean, Shanghai sold out in one day, so I think we'll have a better idea. Once we see what this this park reservation system looks like for next week, um, I think that's going to give us a good idea as to what the capacity levels are going to be like. So as of right now, we'll just we'll see. Um, nothing officially has been released as far as any promotions or discounts. And but Ryan, that doesn't mean that Ryan, they yeah, Ryan had a trip booked with you at the end of May, so he's already yeah. in contact with you. But if you're listening to this or watching this live on our Pixie Dust mm-hmm. Podcast Facebook page, I would encourage you to email Erica 
E-R-I-K-A at magicexpeditions.com. If you are interested, um, like our good friend Tony told Erica, we'll go to the Polynesian if you can get us uh, this, yeah. this, and that <laughs> under $3,000. And lo and behold, there's it. Erica and she nailed it. <laughs> so um, if you are somebody who is thinking, like I know that there are a lot of people who are like, get me out of here. Wherever here is for you normally, you want to be there, not here mm -hmm. anymore because 2020 has been quite a ride. So you may want to go to Disney World. And depending on when they open things up or if they have a super low capacity here in 2020 and they decide, like, there's a lot of things they could decide to do, the number one thing to do is to email Erica at magicexpeditions.com or you can connect with her on Facebook on our Pixie Dust Podcast Facebook page. You can send a message there and Erica will respond to it and say, I'm kind of thinking about going in the fall or I would like to go first thing the day that they open up reservations for everybody. You can set up your expectation. Eric will, Erica will write down your information and have that for you. The second it's like the next time you talk to her, if you don't go back and forth with her, like I do all the time, <laughs> you'll have, you'll know what you can do and you won't have to have that conversation start. Then you mm -hmm. can be right at the front of her, of her list. I've got Claudine's uh, Facebook message here on our Pixie Dust podcast, Facebook page. If we already have existing hotel park reservations, if we want to extend our park days, can we do that? Our cruise was canceled twice. I'm sorry about that, Claudine. I know that has been quite a bummer. A lot of the stories yeah. of what people are saying, my heart breaks for every single one of you because I have had this July vacation and I never really allowed myself to think that it was going to go away. But then as it got closer, I was like, but what if it does? And so many people did lose their trips. Mine's still going to be a very modified experience. So Claudine, I'm glad you have those hotel park reservations. Erica, yeah. can you make them longer at all? As of right now, uh, they are still not accepting any modifications. So the call that we were on this afternoon said that they anticipate us having more information within the next couple weeks. Um, but as of right now, they're still just trying to get all of the current reservations settled. And then they are going to open for 2020 uh, by June 28th. So like Ryan had to reschedule his trip. Um, I'm going to touch base with him after this because he wants to go this fall. So once those open up for 2020, you can make new reservations. So um, I would think that within the next couple of weeks, we'll get some more information on modifying existing trips based on availability as well. And, and the really cool thing, they mm -hmm. they did a walkthrough today with the uh, park reservation system is moving forward before you book, before you purchase your tickets, we'll be able to see if there is a uh, Disney park pass reservation available before you even book your tickets. So, so you know, if you really want to go to the magic kingdom, maybe it's full at capacity that day. You don't just go ahead and extend your trip or buy your tickets before you know if that, that park pass is available. That's, that's a really smart move. Um, and, and Claudine, I don't know if you have somebody who you're connected with right now, but you can email Erica or contact her on the Pixie mm -hmm. Dust Podcast Facebook page. And if, if you don't have somebody you're already working with, she can help you. Assuming, you know, like you said, at this point or, uh, you know, that there are things that are going to change along the way. I would assume that anything is actually up for, for potential changing at any Absolutely. time. Mm -hmm. A lot of disclaimers, a lot of fine print because we're still in a pandemic and we're going into hurricane season. So why not yeah. have a hurricane and a pandemic? It's 2020. Let's get it all out of the way. Yeah. So uh, reach out to Erica and, and, you know, tell her your story and, and let her know 
what your mm -hmm. expectations, your hopes and your dreams are. And then if she can make that happen for you, she certainly yeah. will. Let's get talk to uh, Todd here says, what are your thoughts? We've been canceled twice now, three day park hopper, then a seven day cruise. That's known as a land and sea uh, <laughs> excursion. Not at all satisfied with how Disney is giving drips of bad news. Why are healthy people being punished? I am seeking a full refund. We know Disney are not willing to go with half the service and half the entertainment. I've seen that comment quite a bit is that people feel like for the money that you spend on a Disney trip, the modified experience that you are going to get from that is not worth it. I will interject here that I believe that is very much a personal decision and mm -hmm. that I would think if you're making that decision because of how you believe it affects you personally based on your expectations, your budget and your um, expense, that uh, you're the only one who can make that decision for you. But Erica, any any thoughts on on what Todd's suggesting there or saying there? Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, I had my personal trip. My son just turned one uh, last month and we had a trip planned for his first birthday and we were going to get his first haircut. And our um, trip was centered around baby B's yeah. first haircut. Yeah. And, um, and it got canceled and, yeah. and, and so I'm, I'm so disappointed and, and my heart just breaks for people that have, I've had people that were scheduled in, in March and then they rebooked for June and got canceled again. And so I know how frustrating it is. And I think the thing, um, and it's been frustrating for me as a travel agent to not have the information for for everybody too, but I have to keep telling myself that these are unprecedented times. We have never gone through a pandemic like this before. And so somebody like Disney, you know, we're all kind of, we're in this together. So we don't, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I mean, look at these past three months, if three months before, if even around Christmas time, if you would have told me that we would be here right now, I would have, I would have been like, no, that's only in the movies, but, but here we are. And, and something that's really important about Disney is um, before they make any decisions, they have four keys that they look at. And so whenever they're building a new attraction or making any adjustments to the parks, they look at these four keys. And if it if it fits all four of these keys, then, then they'll move forward with it. And the number one thing above anything is safety. So they want to make sure that that the guests are as safe as possible when they enter the park, when they're on property, as they're going through and doing these things. And right now with, with everything and all the unknown, it just, it wasn't safe. So while I wish that we would have had all the information up front, I think that, um, I think that they were doing the best that that they could with the information that was given. And I mean, within the next couple of weeks, things could change again, depending on, you know, maybe more murder bees are going to come. I mean, we don't know. Murder it's hornets. Like, I hornets. don't need murder bees and murder hornets. Can we please yeah. keep it to one terrifying insect at a time? Yeah. So and, and a hurricane I mean, of murder bees. Oh, my goodness. Um, I do. I do understand the frustration and I do understand the the anger that can come behind it because I mean, I, you know, I, and I had a, a green experience with, with Braden's first haircut. He cried and it was, I got my pictures and it was the whole thing, but it wasn't a and Disney. And I had my heart in that. So there was a part of me that was so frustrated. He did look really adorable, it's but so it wasn't on main street and it wasn't, it wasn't what I had in mind, but I have to keep telling myself that, they are doing the absolute best that they can with what we've all, what we all have. And I think that, 
I think they're doing their best to get us as much information. And they don't, that's the other thing about Disney is that they don't ever do anything half. So, you know, we talk about having half of an experience. They're not going to roll out a new My Disney Experience application if it's not correct. So if it if it's going to be all glitchy and it's going to be all terrible, they're they're not going to do that. So um, you know, I think I think they're they're doing the best. I I want to add too that um, you know, as I said, I have a I have a radio show that is what my actual real job is. This is what I do for fun. Mm-hmm. And um if you look at the way that this has this entire pandemic has been handled from state to state, you know, no matter where you fall on the mask issue, if you're somebody who's always going to be a mask wearer, or if you're somebody who's never going to be a mask wearer, the advice that we have gotten over and over and over as a country has kind of been all over the place. Yeah. And the, the, the numbers, the predictions versus what actually ended up coming to fruition kind of has been all over the place. So when you Consider Disney in the context that's a smaller portion of this much larger thing that is a global on a global scale. I think it's real, it, it helps me get through this so that I can kind of understand a little bit more of what Disney has to deal with, which is goalposts that are moving, like the the the, the final uh result of, of whatever statistical actual data not predictions that they get well that's even changed over the course of time so the way i look at it my july trip i can and i'm somebody who's going to frequent uh frequent disney world i will go back to disney world this is not this is not like the trip that i was going to take so i think that makes a big difference based on what people's decisions are going to be but i don't know when disney world is going to be quote unquote normal again. I don't know if it will ever be normal again. I think that Disney is going to have to take this. They don't have a choice. They're going to have to take this moment in time and turn it into something that is better on the other end. And when I say the other end, we are still in the midst of this. As far as me and my family at the end of July going into August, I don't care how, I mean, there, there's probably a limit to how much, how many punches I'm willing to take. Certainly when we're talking about park reservations and if I'm limited to just a few days, of, if I'm going to be there for a long trip and only a few days in the parks, that's going to be problematic for me. But I would rather have a modified experience at Disney than whatever I would be doing at home. So yeah. I want to take a vacation. I want to go experience what elements of Disney are there for me to experience. And that might not be worth the money for some people, for my family. uh, It's not like we can take a trip, another vacation that we would take maybe instead is to go take a road trip and go watch the St. Louis Cardinals play baseball at another stadium. There's no baseball. You know, my son has a baseball team and we spend a lot of time uh, driving around and watching him play. His team's not playing baseball. Like there's the, the alternative, like the reality that we're living in sucks. And Disney is within this reality that we're living in. It doesn't, it's, 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 it's very hard, but important to look at the way Disney has disseminated information and hasn't disseminated information and understand the context with which they are equipped to, to disseminate information. They don't know. They are worried about safety. They have such a a much larger enterprise to run than anybody else who's in the game. And they have a lot more at stake. So I am just 
again, potentially a Disney apologist here about this. I think that Disney's doing the best job and the best job that they can do is, is not enough for a lot of people's money. And yeah, it's a personal decision. I can only imagine like the conversations that you have had <laughs> with people. Do you remember how many trips you've had cancel this year? It's been a lot. And, and I will say a lot of them do want to book for 2021, which, which again is, is great. But um, you've heard a lot of stories and you've had I've to deal with a lot of very disappointed people. Yes. And, and, and that's what I tell them. You know, I, I can give you my, my personal opinion for my family. I can give you the facts and I will only give you the facts as they come out from Disney because there's a lot of speculation out there and there's a lot of um, different stories, which we've talked about this before. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but I don't think that you should get all riled up until it is officially out of Disney's mouth. Oh so I gosh. will give you the facts, the huh. absolute facts as I hear them. And, and, you know, some of that will change too. We were talking on our call this morning that um, he said, you know, sometimes things change even by the time that we have the call. And this morning, mm -hmm. the email came out five minutes after we were on the call. So, you know, things are constantly changing and just making sure that we're being flexible. But um, my job is, is just to be an advocate for you. So whatever, if you need to vent, if you need to cry, if you need to be frustrated or angry, I am here. It doesn't even whatever. have to be about Disney. <laughs> it doesn't. No, let's just talk about whatever. Um, I will listen to it. But, you know, that's that's my job is to kind of take that away. Because as a travel agent, too, I can kind of work out the logistics because you have all these emotions and you're frustrated. And, and the last thing that you want to do is sit on hold for eight hours to try and modify your reservation. So Legitimately you know, eight hours. Yeah. So, and, and <laughs> we were said this morning that somebody was waiting an hour and a half to make a dining reservation before the park, like, because you can make dining reservations now before the parks open if you have a resort stay um, for July 11th. That. So, you know, do you want to do that when you're already frustrated? I mean, I love the music, but I can only listen to the Haunted Mansion soundtrack over and over again so many times. <laughs> uh -huh. But she'll do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. But but we'll do it. And and like I said, I, I come from a very different place because of um my connections to the emotion and the memories from from being a child. So for for me She's again. a refined Disney fan. I am like <laughs> the 21 year old. I just got my ID and I'm like, I'm going to the bar. Oh, great. Let's go to Disney yeah. Springs, uh, which actually one of my very best friends and his wife are at Disney Springs right now because oh, they, they just wanted a little bit of, I know he like texted me this morning and was like, I'm at Disney Springs. And I'm like, you're lying. And he sent me a picture and I was like, Oh, that's pre kids. Yeah. That's what, that's what happens. Um, I, to you know, convene the Senate to make that happen now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No but it's just, you know, being on property and being in the magic, whether or not you even go into the parks. I mean, Tony and I had that conversation where he's like, we don't even need to go in the, if I just sit by the pool at the Polynesian, like that is totally fine by it's me. It's a happy so place. It's a happy place. And, and the service is, is above and beyond. And it's just, you know, it's Kelly comments. On our Facebook Live, some things are just out of your control, out of our control, and out of Disney's control. We just have to try to deal and adjust to it as best we can. Frustrating, yes, but that is life, and have to get through it one step at a time. Hang in there. That's so true, Kelly. That's Thank you so much for commenting that. I appreciate it. Um, real quick before we wrap this up here, I want to um, go over... 
for people who will be going, Erica, you can talk to us a little bit about this as well. The, the, and Anna brought this up about her trip that her husband was not digging on the face mask thing. I don't know how excited I am about it, but I'm not thinking about it. I am excited to go to Disney and it's what I have to do. So that's what I will do. But face, mm -hmm. face coverings um, are required for guests ages two and up. That is hilarious to me. And I'm glad my, my daughter is four. Um, I don't know that four is going to be better than two, but in my mind, I'm saying it is as well. Yeah. Um, so guests and cast members will be wearing face coverings and they are doing temperature screenings. We've seen some, um, some, stuff from Disney Springs about the way they're, they're talking about. It. I've seen some technology that is like contactless for bag screening, potentially that could be coming to move that along. Uh, anything else you want to talk about things that people should definitely know before they go? Yeah. Um, so the, my Disney experience app was something that was touched on a lot today. So moving forward in 2021, they are eliminating the magic bands. So, um, historically you'd get a magic band and it's your room key magic and bands at all entirely. The free magic bands. Free magic they are no bands. longer giving. So you can purchase them or you can use the My Disney Experience app. So again, going towards more of that contactless, um, you can check in through your resort on the My Disney Experience app. You can open your door through the app. You can check into your uh, dining reservations and all of that. So really moving forward towards that contactless payment, or I'm sorry, the contactless um the, uh, with the app, but touchless speaking of payment, yeah. touchless, um, cash is not, go it's all going to be a uh, contactless payments in the park as well. So if you do have an upcoming reservation, there will be spots in the park that you can convert your cash into gift cards, but, uh, How do you tip? But, uh, you have, you use your magic band or you use your, my Disney experience app. Everything's going to be paid. Your credit like card will be through there. On the magic, the magical express, we should do a podcast sometime about tipping and gratuity, which yeah. doesn't with the gosh. See, I'm even thinking like we have always been Disney dining plan users, and we don't have dining plans right now, so I don't. Yeah. That doesn't even matter. But uh, you know, like on the magical express, I watched. I think it was like a Disney food blog or something that said you should probably tip about two dollars per bag that you ask people to move. So how do I like? Do I ask the bus driver to take my gift card? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, here's a six feet away hug. Um, Can I Venmo him? <laughs> yeah, um, that's a really good point. I don't, I don't have the answer to that, but um, maybe, maybe that is okay. Just in the parks, if you're yeah. going to buy merchandise or if you're going to, you know, buy food or anything like that. Um, within the parks, they are going cashless, and they said today that they're not even going to have the capacity like there won't even be cash in the tills so um just making sure that i'm okay with that like i don't my, i would say our generation doesn't we're not cash people i hate having cash so yeah <laughs> I, I hate the expectation of it yeah. um steve says do you stay on disney property uh yes i do i've never not stayed on disney property mm -hmm. um i can't i can't speak against the experience of staying off property because I haven't done that. But I'll tell you the reasons why I do stay on property is because I do not have to uh, transport myself from place to place. And I can uh, just kind of like relax and be carted around from place to place. Yeah. And it just is extremely more convenient. So. Yeah, I completely agree. We've stayed off property when we were kids. And um, I remember just being a kid and being like, oh, have to spend 45 minutes in a car and then you have to park and you have to go to the ticket transportation center and you have to do all these things. And it was terrible. It was so <laughs> terrible. And I'm sure, you know, it's not terrible, but it, 
13 year old Erica. Probably not great. Well, 13 year old Erica is not too far off than (laughs) seven year old. 30 other something. (laughs) Uh, Uh, But yes, it's, it's the convenience of just being able to go back to your room and go swimming or, and let's be honest that there are very, very nice hotels, but you have that Disney magic when you stay on property and you have the smell of the Polynesian or the yacht club and you have, you know, all these different magical moments around the resort that um, you only get on Disney property. I remember my cousin telling me, because I was talking about, you know, we're just going to, we're going to do a Florida trip. Kids have never seen the ocean. We're going to take them to Florida. We'll just go like swing by Disney and do maybe two days, stay off. And she goes, she said, Annie, if you're going to Disney, don't sip the Kool-Aid. Drink all of the Kool-Aid. She goes, it's worth it. And she really, uh, she really relayed to me the, the, um, the caliber with which Disney does everything it's worth it mm-hmm. do, you, do you have to go um yes very soon i see he's he's Erica, okay he erica's woke, he's up. monitoring <laughs> little baby b right now and so we she was supposed to give me like a, a very dramatic <laughs> sign when it was time to go um he seems to be okay but one thing i did want to mm-hmm. note too is that um one thing they did change today is that previously they had gone to a seven day cancellation policy to where um, the final payment was due seven days before arrival, just because of the fluidity of everything that was happening. But as of July 11th, they are going to go back to that 30 day. So any changes or modifications uh, will need to be made within that 30 day window. And that's also when the final payments due. So if you have an October trip coming up, just make sure that that seven day window is now going back to the 30 days. Okay. Well, if you want to book a trip, if you have a trip booked, if you have questions about it, Erica is fantastic. I think she's a wonderful human and uh, she's a fantastic travel agent. So please reach out to her, Erica, E-R-I-K-A at magicexpeditions.com. I love her because she humors me with endless Disney conversation. uh, (laughs) And that way that my marriage is staying intact because I don't annoy him with it all of the time. Yeah, talk to me about it. And like we said, June twenty by June twenty eighth is when twenty twenty one is going to book. So even if you have a thought, you know, we don't know what the capacity issues are going to be like. So if you're kind of on the fence about it, just get it locked in two hundred dollars to make that deposit. Fully refundable, two hundred bucks. Yeah, fully refundable, and then you can always cancel it. And then if a promotion does come out, we can always apply it. Excuse me, we can always apply it to your reservation, um, or you know. Uh, change the dates to to an applicable promotion that comes out. But at least then you're locked in because with the 50th anniversary coming up, we really don't know. They may get to capacity very quickly. So, mm-hmm. um, so we don't know. Well, I think we're going to be doing my vacation scheduling on Monday, whenever it opens. We don't know the specific time yet, do we? Yeah, it's uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time. So it'll be six o'clock six- central time. So maybe we can do a podcast after that and we can talk about how it went or something. Mom's going to need some coffee. All right. Yeah. Go subscribe (laughs) to the Pixie Dust podcast uh, at radio.com. Please share it with your friends, your Disney loving friends. And and please go to the Pixie Dust podcast page on Facebook. Like it. Comment things that you like that we do, things you'd like to hear us discuss. We are very happy and grateful for any feedback that you will want to give us. And uh, we are very, very excited. It's it's. This is what Eric always says. She goes, Dumbo's going to be flying soon. And mm-hmm. I love that. So it's a good Dumbo, will be, Dumbo will be flying soon and we will have some magic and happiness back in our day. Erica, good to see you. Go take care of your baby yeah. with the adorable yeah. haircut. And uh, we'll be back <laughs> with the next news update as soon as we get it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.